and you're driving with your sister uh, and you have a crash, what is the first thing you remember after the impact? Well, Sid, there was a sharp searing uh, pain that went through my upper facial features and uh, I, I felt a crushing in my larynx and then I was just relieved of all pain. Dying is just like taking your clothes off and just laying them aside. I stepped out of this body, this earth suit, and then was lifted above the top of my car, and uh, my whole life passed before my eyes in just an instant. Then I was caught up in a swirling, massive, funnel-shaped cloud that grew wider and, and very bright, but not as bright as the lights that are shining here in the studio in my face. Angels took me underneath their wings. And now, now, while this is going on, eventually a paramedic gets to you. Yes. Uh, what did the paramedic find out? Well, they pronounced me dead at the scene of the accident. I've, I've learned uh, that I was dead for over 61 minutes. Oh, okay. Now you're caught up in the air. There is no pain. It's, was it a good feeling? It, it was ecstasy. It was peaceful, calm, tranquility. And then angels began to sing, worthy is the lamb that was slain from the foundation of the world. Then this cloud opened up, and I saw this gigantic golden satellite suspended in space that the Bible calls heaven. It had 12 foundations, Sid. The names of the 12 apostles were inscribed upon them. It had 12 gates of pearl, and the uh, gates are over 500 miles in width. I started walking up a green grassy hill. The uh, grass came all the way through my feet, yet there were no indentions where I'd previously stepped. There were diamonds on the grass. There was an angel standing in front of one of those gates of pearl, and it, he was at least, uh, the angel was at least 70 feet tall. Did you say, did you hear that? 70 feet tall? And he that's had, tall. That's <laughs> tall. He had a sword. He had, he had beautiful uh, gold-spun hair. And there was an angel inside of the city that was con holding some books. And there was some exchange between these two angels. And then I was allowed access into the city, and I have to say that I was allowed access into the city because I received Jesus Christ as my personal Lord and Savior. Who was the per first person that you met besides the angel? Well, he was my best friend in high school, and he had been killed in an automobile accident. His head was decapitated. I recognized him immediately, which answers in my mind, will we know one another in heaven? And certainly we will. And then my friend began to take me on the tour. In volumes of books, there's uh, books of uh, prayer requests, our spiritual growth in the Lord, and uh, souls that we have won to the Lord Jesus Christ because that's the dearest thing to the heart of God, people that I had led to the Lord even up to that particular time. And then the most exciting thing, Sid, was to see the Lamb's Book of Life. And there, it, it is just covered in wool. It's white wool. And I looked into the Lamb's Book of Life, and I saw my name written in the Lamb's Book of Life. And it said, paid in full by the precious red blood of Jesus. Uh, my friend took me, and I was captivated by the sign on the outside that said, unclaimed blessings. When I opened the door, to my astonishment, I saw legs hanging there from the wall. I saw real arms, legs. Real we legs. Every part of one's anatomy was there in that room. And uh, I saw what happens, Sid, when people on the earth pray. The prayers go up, 
and uh, Jesus receives that prayer. He commissions, sends out an angel. Angel goes and takes the spare part room, brings it down immediately. Now, sometimes it's instantaneous. Sometimes it's like Daniel who had to wait 21 days to receive his manifestation. But here's what I saw. I saw people receive their miracle, and then on the other hand, I saw the angel bring the miracle to the person, and the person say something like this. Uh, well, well, I guess it's I guess just, just not uh, my time. time. But wait a second, why would they say that if the angel brought it? Well, uh, they didn't see it, or they may not have been uh, you know, prepared for that, or they may have been taught that God doesn't perform miracles today. What I've, I've, I've met a lot of people that have gone to heaven, and they have actually witnessed the spiritual warfare of the angel trying to bring the answer yes. prayer and demons interfering. Well, that's exactly what I was seeing. The demonic forces didn't want the miracle to come to the person. But when uh, the person would lift up their hands, and the Lord really emphasized this to me, said to, to say in the last six months, and this is where we've seen an increase in miracles, that when we pray for people to lift up their hands and say, I believe I receive. Jesus told me to give a specific message. He said there'd be a spirit of restoration that would prevail throughout the land. He said that there would be a teaching and emphasis on prayer. And he told me to always pray, it is written, if I possibly could, then I could triumphantly say it is finished. And then number three, he said there'd be a great outburst of miracles. And he said, tell my people never to bind to the condemnation of the devil that they're unworthy. He said, you're worthy because you've been redeemed by the precious blood of the Lamb. But he had a sister that didn't even believe in miracles. But when he died, she was crying to God mm-hmm. in a name that is above even death, in the name of Jesus. And what happened? Well, she began to cry out, and when my friend was taking me on this tour in heaven, uh, as she began to cry out, he said to me, uh, you've got to go back. She's using that name. And so I just shot right back down into my body. They noticed life signs. They rushed me to the hospital to stabilize me, and then uh, I was told the next day the severity of the accident. I've got a picture here of the x-ray. Your nose was torn off. Your teeth were knocked out, your jaw was broken, your neck was broken, you had severed vocal cords, you crushed larynx, that's kind of an understatement, and you're hearing a song that many of you know, Jesus touched me, he touched me, Yes. and what happened? Well, when I heard that song, Jesus walked into my hospital room, he just walked over, put his hands on my throat, he smiled. And all the time I'm hearing the song sing, he touched me, touched me. And then he just walked out of the room. Now, he didn't come in through the door. He didn't leave by the door. He is the door. And the, the little nurse that had been attending me. Right, but, wait, but wait a second. You have to get this clear. Uh, his uh, vocal cords are cut. His larynx is crushed. Uh, you don't have to be a doctor to understand. That means you cannot speak. He was a singer. Uh, he has a doctorate, I believe, in music, uh, and uh, he would never sing again. He would never speak a word again. The little nurse comes in, and what happens? Well, when she walked in, she said, good morning, Mr. Wood. How are you this morning? And she was just trying to cheer me up, and I Thank threw my God hands up I've and said, praise healed. God, I've been healed. <laughs> Can you picture that? <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.
And she dropped the tray, Sid, needless to say, and the doctors went out, or she went out and got the doctors. Doctors came in and they said, you can't speak, you can't talk, but I got a second opinion. Dr. Jesus said I could. 